Bet you never seen a podcast all about Sabrina. Join us and leave me and this queen a review. Poodle, you are shameless. I do love reviews. <laughs> We've got magic to do just for you. We've got startling stuff to say. We've got queries to be asked, spells to cast, hero talk to be bypassed. Cause this show is really gay. And you know, I over talk, I talk too loud. That's. <laughs> Truer things have never been said on this show. Welcome to Bitchcraft. Welcome to Bitchcraft, everybody. Bitchcraft. Bitchcraft. Bitchy Bitchcraft. It's a new dawn, and we are new gays, and we're here to get spooky. Is get that it? our new catchphrase? It's a new dawn. It's a new gay. And it's a new he- life. I don't like that lyric. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm here to get spooky. Doesn't even sound. That's it's not even spooky. like the lyric. <laughs> I was with you. It's a new day until, and then it seemed really rehearsed and gross. So. I just thought of it actually. Yeah, whenever you think of things, and thank you, you for and killing you my improv. Them out, though it never really works, y'all. It's not improv if you think of it earlier. We we watched a lot of Sabrina yesterday. We went to bed last night. It was exhausting. And we're we're we are finishing out. This is episode seven. Episode seven. We Which have three I'm more to go after this. All about my family. <laughs> it's true. I don't remember. Oh, this is called the feast giving or feast, feast day. Feast of feasts. Feast of feasts. That's hard to say when you have a list. Well, feast of feasts. You should say feasts. And but everyone just everyone just did feast of feast. It's too hard to say feast of feast. No feast of feasts. Oh, feast of feasts. Uh huh. Feast is. Too difficult. Too much sibilliness. Too much sibilliness. It's just anyway. Anyway, we're we're still loving the show. I'm loving the show. I I like I. It was hard for me just to do this podcast because I just want to go and watch the next episode because they always because this was a good cliffhanger. Yeah, but we're gonna get to that. We're teasing it. Um, my first. I want to start. Um, my first tea bag is that tea bag. Sorry. Wow. You know, that's our Riverdale podcast. I just asked for you to Riverdale, commit Riverdale. to a new format and a new show, <laughs> and like it, some old horse out in the barn, some who old always, whore who always kicks you when you try to ride him. You just can't <laughs> learn. Nay, <laughs> you just can't fucking learn. My first chill, chill bump. bump. I guess you're going first. Too. Uh, yeah. Um, is that everyone is realizing in this episode, even though everyone, we, we've kind of felt like the parents, kind of like Riverdale in a way, the parents are different and that they're back, they are different than their families. And the, the kids feel a little isolated for that reason. Now we're learning that everyone's kind of got people who in their past who are like them. And like the uh, Rose, 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 Rose from Lost is Roz's grandmother. Roz's grandmother, um, uh, who went, is also went blind, and who also has something called the cunning. Anytime, <clears throat> anytime a mysterious old black woman's on TV, I'm here for it. <laughs> Roz just got interesting, y'all. She got the cunning, um, and so that's kind of like Sixth Sense or uh, Second Sight ish. So I have some. I have some uh, uh, 
uh, some things that may shake out about that. Um, but anyway, also there's uh, Susie who realized she has a ancestor, Dorothea, who dressed as Dor- a man. I mean, that's a fierce lesbian, y'all. That is a fierce <laughs> butch lesbian. I mean, and she appeared at the end, and I was like, "Holy Lilith Fair!" Those are the kind of lesbians <clears throat> that like save gay men from dying from AIDS. That's so true. we love them. You know why? Because nobody gets shit that's done like the a kind, lesbian. That's the kind who you want as a stage manager. Yes. yes. Nobody gets things done like lesbians. Mm-hmm. That was an Ele- Eleanor Roosevelt lesbian. Yes. Mm-hmm. The ones who can't even pass. God bless them. God bless them. We need them. Those, um, those usually are my spirit animals. And then Harvey found out, base, we're, we're almost certain that his, he comes from family of witch hunters. We're, yeah. The, well, we are. It's Von Kunkels. Would you try to Klunkel. say that again? Kunkel. Kunkel. Von Kunkel. 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 There we go. Yeah. Oh, I wonder like Von Helsing. Yeah, it's just like that. Did you ever Except see that? it's a whole different name. Oh. See how that works? Just a van in front of it. Which means from, by the way. Yes. So just making sure you're aware of that. Um, or of. So, again, it's like, I really feel like this show, in a good way, it's not copying. Whereas, like, Riverdale's has Archie's and Shawshank youth facility now Shawshank it's basically copying the Shawshank Redemption <clears throat> this isn't copying Buffy it's almost this is so much of an ode to Buffy to me where it's like because at the first time you think there's just Buffy and the vampires but then you learn that everyone is being infected by this kind of metaphysical yes. world and like Buffy um, we we found out all of her friends later on had powers had powers and yeah so where I Roz is gonna get powers we know that now which is, she needs it because she was boring y'all boring <laughs> she's pretty and I like the actress but Roz was boring I kind of agree I don't know what Dorothea or sorry what Susie's gonna get yet I think she's just gonna a get really a dick. strong <laughs> that's why I think she's gonna get a dick. Maybe she'll, she'll make a magical penis. Good for her. She'll be able to go back and forth between male and female personalities. You know, that would actually be very interesting for someone to like literally like shape shift genders. Yeah. Maybe she's a shape shifter. Maybe. That would be interesting. Um, and Ooh, then, what if Harvey turns out to be a werewolf? I don't think so. Ugh. I don't think so. Ugh. Don't do that again. Um, go with his hairy treasure trail. Did you see the Instagram post I he did. posted today? I watched it and I saw it in church and almost dropped my phone. <laughs> Y'all, I am not. I am by no means a chicken hawk, but there's something about Ross Lynch's treasure trail that really just makes you want to go plundering for booty. Yeah, it just it really wets my whistle. You know, wow, wow. <laughs> um. Anyway, what's your? I first do. Chill I bump? have. Well, I have noticed that. Um, my first chill bump is. Y'all, be sure to check everybody's Instagram because they are realizing this is a hit because Ross literally just posted a shirtless picture. And then uh, Nick Scratch, a.k.a. Gavin Leatherwood. Ooh, they're all going to be thirsty. He is posting shirtless stuff everywhere. I am here for it. They're all over 21. It's fine. It's fine. It's not gross. Although I want Gavin Leatherwood, Leatherwood not to... It's very natural for two men to love one another. It is. And I want him <laughs> not to pluck his eyebrows at the end so they're much. A little, they're a little manscaped. I, think he, I just want... But that's just not... That's my preference. Some people like that. I don't like it to where they look like they're drawn on. They look pointy. Yeah, I just like a little bit of more kind of natural. You like bushy? 
I don't like bushy, but you know, Kevin O'Quinn, one of the world's most famous makeup artists, really said men don't need to pluck their eyebrows at all. I agree. But when they do sometimes, do you follow Hassan Piker? No. Um, he just got his eyebrows done the first time, and they looked amazing. Who's Hassan Piker? He's on Instagram. He's a really hot, straight guy, liberal, progressive. Oh. Well, now, you I should think follow him. all guys should do it in the middle. Oh, yeah. Some guys don't do that. And I'm like, no, do the middle. It looks awful. Makes you look like a Neanderthal. Um, can you get to your tea bag? <laughs> it's, first of all, it's not a tea bag. God damn you, old horse. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Can you Ed get to in your the chill bump? Um, I love how, but I'm someone who is not a fan of organized religion, or a lot of aspects of organized religion, and kind of the oppressive rules that it has. And mm-hmm. I love that... This episode to me was such a, again, it's this allegory of the rules imposed on by not just a Catholic church, but also just religion in general. Like, I'm sorry. I think it's great that Jewish people are religious and keep kosher, but what's the point now? If they talked about a little it's bit. It's tradition. It's tradition, but it. we talked about a little bit how we have We're these kind of outdate, outdated traditions it, that don't serve a purpose for anymore. For some people, though, you know. And that's an co- opinion kosher, thing. Well, no, kosher is, kosher is learning how to live a lifestyle and it's a personal discipline. If, that's if, true. If you, if you do it because you are thinking uh, you're trying to be like people in the Old Testament, maybe that's not as... Helpful? I'm just too hippy dippy lovey. What does it matter if you keep your cheese and meat separate? Well, they have certain rules about that. But you know what? I don't want to criticize Jewish people because out of all, if I had to come back religious, Jesus help me that I'm Jewish because I'm sorry. <laughs> they are the best. They love everybody, but they also shade people. They're usually more intelligent because they but study you want, you hard. Want, you want to be reformed, though. You don't want to be orthodox. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be an orthodox. First of all, they have bad hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. They have pretty wigs. The women they have, have beautiful wigs. wigs. But it's it's hard to be. But yeah, they have an a outdated lot of rule. Or- you can't show anybody else but your husband your hair. I'm sorry. That's fucking stupid. Jesus, it's, God it is, doesn't it care. It is very, that- very... Uh, um, limiting for women. That's what bothers Like, the kosher thing doesn't bother but, me. You know, I thought that as a good example. But things that still happen in religion today that especially, to me, a <clears> lot of these <throat> things are oppressive to women and restricting oh, yeah. to women. Like, well, women can't be priests. That infuriates me. Well, you should join the Episcopal Church when everything's good. I love Episcopals. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I thought that was I interesting. I sing in an Episcopal Church. Um, I thought it was interesting so in the allegory. I, I agree, and I want to uh, piggyback on that by talking about the Feast of Feasts, which is basically communion. Feast of Feasts. Um, they're, they're eating her body, and yeah. she basically said it. But So that way I'll be inside... You know, them and the Dark Lord, that's the idea of Christian communion. Yeah. Why am I, why, why is that gross when I do it? <laughs> no, I was doing a silence oh. of the. Um, oh. Oh, uh, I see. Cl- Clarice. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> With a nice Chianti. Chianti. Uh, anyway, um, which is literally <clears throat> what Christ talks about. You're, they call it the body of Christ, mm-hmm. the blood of Christ. And there were wars fought over the idea that does the when when the priest blesses it does it become the actual body of Christ transubstantiation or is it metaphorical? People, hundreds of thousands of people were slaughtered in the name of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and people that, still argue about it. That's interesting. We'll just still. throw that. We'll just throw that nugget out there. I've drank a lot y'all of could, communion y'all wine. Y'all can and talk it never about that. Like blood. Y'all can talk about that. 
tasted like cheap boxed wine. Um, my next one mm-hmm. is um, uh, I, I I talked a little bit about this. I want to know what the uh, Dorothea Port Putnam how that's going to pay off for Susie <sighs> to show that her yeah, daughter. Yeah, because we see how Nana Rose is going to be awesome. Yeah, we. I'm interested to see how that's going to pay off. Maybe she'll start dressing like Dorothy. <laughs> Maybe she didn't say anything, but it. But then we see later. What is also interesting is that all these people are finding out their history that Prudence already knows about. Maybe she and she says Dorothy was instrumental in like in helping other witches. What I missed that completely. Well, you fell asleep the first time. Dorothy Putnam life. was. Yes, when they go in the library and Prudence is in there meeting all of her friends, and yep. she said, "I just found out my relative da 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 was like Dorothea Putnam," and she said, "Oh, she's a friend to all and was instrumental in overtaking, like I think, in beating the von Klunkels." I completely missed that. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. Thank so, you for clearing that up. So, God bless it. Do I have to? <clears throat> anyway, what's your next one? Um, I also <laughs> feel like again that. Uh, feminism in the show that is so interesting to me that all these witches were asked to sacrifice themselves and put themselves up yet not one man was asked and I know they said it's based on the historical but still no man there weren't even any men even in the like I don't know what it's called church yeah, of the there's a complicated relationship with feminism in witch orthodoxy there's really complicated and I feel like Sabrina's ideas are these new feminist, which is new feminism for witches. Yes. Yes. There's a really complicated feminist relationship. I thought this episode did it, and that leads to what, what this chill bump is about, is this episode did a good job to me of balancing really dark, g- gross things with really, honestly, light, funny moments. Like mm-hmm. that, w- you probably don't remember this because you were sleeping, but the scene <laughs> with Prudence was in the library and she starts... And like when Harvey says, that was a good comedic scene of seeing, and we saw Prudence in a oh, comedic yeah, she's like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you're witch killers. And Sabrina just like, says, no, kidding, she's- kidding. Yeah. And I thought that was such like a, it, I love that they, they do a good job of taking us in this dark, like adult witch world. And then they pepper it with these really light, fun high school moments that I, I agree. just love this show. Um, I want to talk about, so. Prudence does get her kind of chant. This is her best episode yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, and first of all, that dress that she's wearing at the dinner is spectacular. It's spectacular. Costume um, is on point, as always. <clears throat> Emmy Award, I smell it. I want to talk about the orgy that's happening. And <laughs> I mean, I was saving that for some, for uh, my, my lightest of feathers, but we'll bring it back again. Um, so the girl, the, the sisters are there. Ambrose is there. Luke is there. Obviously, he's in it too. He's he's in the menagerie. And Nick Scratch is and there. And Nick Scratch is there. Um, Although he and wasn't Fiona making up again. Apple's criminal is playing, which if you've ever seen the video, it's just all like intertwined, like Y'all, young limbs. And Jake gets really worked <laughs> up by Fiona Apple. Y'all, she's real. That, that, the, her voice just does something to me. <sighs> If I ever had to have sex with a woman, it would be Fiona Apple. <laughs> you know, poor she's, Fiona Apple. Um, she's real tortured. Oh, but I love her, though. I love I love Fiona Apple's voice. Anyway. This was the... I'm a fan. Well, I'm going to save that for later, because okay. that'll be part of my line. I just right. said it for the, for the board. Um, 
I my next uh, again dark with comedic scene. I love the uh, dinner at the table. Yes, with the truth cake. With the truth cake. With the truth cake and that. When the you're a slut. Your mom's a slut. <laughs> I'm a slut. You're, you're a, slut. a slut. Your mom's a slut. So that's a cabaret line. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I love that we see, and it was a good just acting point of seeing. I just of uh. Uh, what's her name? The wife who said Lady Blackwell. Lady, Lady Black. Yeah. Lady Blackwell. Lady Blackwell. Uh, it just. I mean, I just loved it. I love Sabrina. Um, again, Sabrina. We're seeing her kind and of take so charge. She's so wily. Yes, really. She literally. She, that's she's. I feel she's, like after last episode, she's taking. She's she stepping really up more. does remind me of Buffy in that way. Yeah, that's yeah. why I feel like the show so reminds me of Buffy mm-hmm. in that way. Um. <clears throat> oh. I want to talk about my next uh, chill <laughs> Sorry, it's it's hard to break habit. I'm I want to ask our viewers or not our viewers, our listeners, what they think about Lambros. What like they him. think about Luke and Ambrose. That's Lambros. A, that's a good ship name. I know. What do we think about Lambros? I don't think it'll last. No, um, I, think, I think they're going to find out that Luke is responsible for the deaths of those two people I as think well. Ambrose is going to get his heart broken. Mm. I think we're going to see Luke be become like jealous and kind of maybe scary. Uh, maybe he got jealous. I and think killed he killed Connor. Connor and the parents. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Um, but you know what? I hope we get to see him have sex more because that's <laughs> enjoyable. I want to see actual penetration. I, I yes, I literally want a close-up shot of Ambrose's ass. <laughs> yes, yes, that's going to happen again. Hashtag who's the top? <laughs> hashtag who's the top? No, I think they're probably both like the way kids are. Everyone's so versatile. Everyone's like it's fine, or maybe they don't even have anal sex. That's what's the point? <laughs> there we are, boy. Well, I feel like that, La- didn't, that didn't take long. Lambrose though, because he's been shut inside so long, he's too needy, y'all. He's being needy. I would never want to be with it's, someone who can't go outside. It's not going to end well. I'm telling you, it's no. not going to end well at all. Um, I, uh, I have two chill bumps in one that have nothing to do with each other. While I talk to them, great. First of all, one <laughs> I just want to say, love Nana Rose, but her wig is really bad. I agree. That's that a bad wig's wig. Not, that's what wig is. That wig. That's, that, you're just serving tea. Yeah, just it's serving tea. My chill bump though is, I loved the fourth scene. Love the forest scene with uh, what was her name? Desdemona, um, Metacarpal. Me- me- uh, her name Tammy was Tammy. Del Del Desmelda. Desmelda. Okay, y'all, that's a made-up witch name. It is. They, like that Desdemona. is straight up made up. Um, that, yeah, it's like co- combining Esmeralda and Desdemona. But she had a great makeup job, like that, Desmelda. That great eye and that wonky eye that was that like wonky eye looked like Mad Eye Moody. Yeah, no, but I love that that we're finding out more the kind of again that there's a this history of oppression of women. But that was so I was holding my breath whenever that deer was shot and then they formed the circle around them. That was cool. And the guns was pointed were pointed out them at them. Yeah, Again, there couldn't be a more representative of the patriarchy than Harvey's family. But you know what? It's cool about just a sausage and I party think over there. This show does a lot. I think what makes this show somewhat nostalgia, and I want to talk about this actually, is um, why I brought this scene up. They use old cinematic tricks to make 
horror and suspense. They're using, you can tell they're using actual makeup and not as much CGI. And you can also tell. There's nothing, almost nothing CGI. They're doing things like special, like. Like when the devil is seen, he's just kind of underlit with the red yeah. light. It's very old school. And it's the same way in this scene. They created such tension just by camera angles and editing. No other special There's, in the fourth scene, no other well, special editing was done. Just to just to piggyback on River River Riverdale doesn't do that either. Riverdale uses almost all no CGI out. Riverdale doesn't do a lot. Also, also right you now. know what? It could be that it's network and they don't have the money. But Netflix, they could have done they could have done more. They could have done like, you know, like make a <clears throat> look like a bubbles around them. And it looks like magic. And I like that they didn't do any of that. You know that. what? That is there. You know what? The only thing where we know and it like we've talked about a little bit before that fisheye camera filter, um, which if it was consistently used, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we use it and there are times where it's not as consistent. Mm-hmm. But um, but everything else, we, we uh, the magic happens through in our minds. Which yeah. I think that is a great point. Yeah, I think it's I think it's so smart, and it makes the show have this kind of early '80s feel. I agree. I love it. Um, that's all my tea bags. Um, I feel like it's time for some quote and quotables this episode. Oh yes, because <laughs> oh, I had I had one. I had one. Madam <laughs> Satan. I just followed that actress. What is shit? It? I just followed Michelle her Gomez. Okay, and on there's Holy like hell. videos of her and like Ross Lynch dancing and doing like he's twirling her up in the air. Or her and um, Chance, who plays Ambrose. Yeah, is his name Chance? Yeah. Chance Perdomo. Y'all, you can tell. She loves gay people and she loves drag queens and it comes out in this performance and we come love on our her. show. Michelle Gomez, come on our show. Before we want to talk before to you. are so famous and then when they then when people find the interview you do they that you do with us, then they then they you you talk bad stuff about it. Yes. Yeah. Like she has one picture and she's like in a dress at the other party, she's like see she put a quote like being a madam feels so good. And I'm like, oh, I love her. Anyway, she had a really great quote when she, when the pizza guy came yes. to the door and said, of course she's going to eat him because she loves male flesh. Yeah. She said, my, that looks like a heavy pizza. And then. <laughs> so he was had to come in and drop it off. Not only did she finish the line, but then he walked in and she just. Pushed her hair back. Lots of hair acting. Like such a drag queen. It was Lots literally like of hair Alyssa Edwards when she, I, I was just, it was, it is a masterclass of subdued camp. She is sublime, it's y'all. It's not over camp, it's subdued camp. There's I a agree. difference. Well, no, she, she's winking. She's winking yes, at us. Yes, she's, she's winking, winking at, us. at us and it is great. I agree. Um, okay, um, let's talk <clears> about my lie. Do you have any more quote and quotables? No. My there was one, but I didn't write it down. But there was something other <laughs> line that was really good. Oh, I did write down. Uh, I, I like this Prudence line, and I I think it kind of shook Sabrina, where she said, "How is that for you, to have faith in yes. nothing, to have no faith I wrote in that anything?" Down too. And it took a minute for Sabrina, and I, I, I just thought that was a great moment. Because then she comes back to that and says, what is your difference in your faith uh-huh. different than mine? And I love it when we— That was a truth bomb, y'all. When, when we take a character and tell them that they're on their, their high horse, mm-hmm. and we knock them down. <clears throat> I know. Um, I'd, like, I'd like to do that with you. <laughs> 
Now that's what I was put on this earth to do. My lot is a feather stiff aboard. It's Nick, Nick, Nick with his Mine shirt off. Mine is the same. I wrote down Nick's abs. When he comes out of that orgy, y'all, I can y'all, count them. Ding, 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 ding. If Nick Scratch ding, ding, doesn't ding, ding, make out with the man at all on this show, the abs. I'm not watching ding, it again. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. And then, then and the then penis. Dick would be. Y'all, there's. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, there's always a dick joke. There's always as, a dick as serious as we can get about queer theory and the show and the way things are shot. It's all about dick jokes. Maybe that's our sign off. There's always a there, dick remember joke. Remember, y'all, there's, there's always, always a dick, dick joke. joke. I think Works that's for me. It. Oh, okay. What is there's your, always a dick joke around the corner. That's there's true. always another dick joke around the corner. Um, my, what is your I bind you, Nancy, my, for doing I bind harm. you, Nancy. Um, what pearl clutching? My moment. I bind you, Nancy, was that looks like a heavy pizza. <laughs> It was really good. And there there were there was also there was this really great I don't know how how familiar anyone is with um the uh Velvet Underground but when uh when Prudence is in the milk bath they play the the Velvet Underground song Venus and Furs you know, which is all about uh, opulence and stuff like we that. Really the music supervision we is haven't talked pretty a lot about that on this show, but it's yeah. really, really good. But if you're a Bell Underground kind of glam rock fan, you would know immediately. You would get that, and you would say, "That's that's immediately that moment." Um, Buttermilk's good. I for love skin. that scene. Though. My, I bind you, Nancy, and <clears throat> your heart is actually. I remember now my other quote and quotable. Okay, it's when the girls are fighting, and Madame Satan says, "Girls." Let's not be catty bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! She's, she's officially my favorite person. I don't know if she's a villain or I don't know if she's oh. a demon. I don't care. If she ever leaves the show, I'm out. No, that's I'm not true. I'm trying to think there. about someone. It's kind of like uh, before Anya was kind of there on, on Buffy, before Anya was kind of in there circle mm-hmm. she was a vengeance demon but and she was kind of against them but she was still funny she and likable really, Anya was my favorite character yeah. in Buffy I was oh, oh. sorry <laughs> you know she also reminds me of <clears throat> this is really stretching it I'm about to lose a lot of y'all but she reminds me of Kate from Days of Our Lives she's like that she character she is right Yes, that, and we love Kate, y'all. We watch Days of Our like, Lives. I like. I watch Days of Our Lives a little bit when there's gay shit. I watched it since Jake I, with my grandmother it with his grandmother Larue since boy. When I was she, when I would when I would stay with my grandmother, we would watch Days of Our Lives. It's like she wanted you to be a little. Did your brother watch too, or did he go play with GI Joes and do guy things? The second one. Do you think your grandmother <laughs> knew that you were gay, like down deep? I think yeah, yeah. She died before I got to tell her. But. I think. My grandmother, I don't I think my grandmother maybe would have shamed me, but I think you... Have, no, we had a special relationship. Yeah, you had my a grandmother very special relationship. Yep. Yep. That's really sweet. I know. LaRue. I miss her. Well, that's the show, isn't it? That's the, uh, No, I have divinations. Oh, divinations! In my divination, the sun is gonna surely... Or will it? <laughs> I like that. Um, I... I... Th- I this is a, kind of far in the future. My divination is that Roz is going to come into her sixth sense powers, mm-hmm. and she's going to realize that Sabrina's a witch, 
And then, this season? I don't know if it's going to be this season. I think I'm just was. saying mm-hmm. that she's going to be the only one who knows. Only only mortal who knows. Oh, I think that could happen. Yeah. I don't know if it'll happen this season. I don't know either. Maybe it would be the way it's the season ends. I agree. It might be like the way the this, this season ends. Yeah. My divination <clears throat> is, um, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't think he's going to be a witch hunter, but I feel like Harvey's past is going to catch up with him. And it's you mean... Gonna, uh, family past. Family past, past is going to catch up kind of with him, and that's what's going to really drive a wedge between he and Sabrina. And I don't know. He's, he's feel not torn. loyal to that family. Maybe to his brother. I don't know. They just One thing that's happened so far on this show that I appreciate, nothing is being wasted. Everything's being used. So I'm like, they're putting this in, and they touched on it, but I feel like it's going to come back. Yeah. With, tense, with 10 episodes, you have to, though. It's true. You know, That's why it's better TV. I will say, you never watched Sense8, did you? Just I, to. I started to. <laughs> I was going to. And then people told me it got real bad. First so of I all, y'all, stopped. it's hot as fuck. If you like any kind of queer content, we have boys with girls, girls with girls, boys and girls. And boys they're all like girls hot. Who girls who like the fuck. Um, and it's interesting, and it's a it's kind of beautiful. It's beautifully shot. It's all these locations. The first season here is really good. But there was a lot of throwaway in that, and I felt like that was one because it's the Warshawskis who did it. Yeah, and there was so much. You and I, I hate to think about this. There was so much wasted money yeah. in that, and it bothered me. I don't feel like they're wasting stuff, y'all. There are a few and things. No, no, I hate waste. He hates waste. Whether my it's mother food raised me right or money in his bedroom. A lot of people know about. That. He has this little like bucket. He dies in it like Scrooge McDuck with his money and spits it out. I thought, oh, I thought you were going to say there's a lube bucket that I recycle. <laughs> Just spit in there, sir. I'll use that later. Waste not, want not. <laughs> That's. Disgusting. That is disgusting. So we are over halfway in the show. So if y'all haven't let us know what you're thinking of Riverdale, like I know or re- what you're thinking of Sabrina. Sorry. Otherwise, hashtag chaos. C A O S. Let us know because we Instagram us, tweet us. We talk about your theories. We still want to continue the conversation. And we have a special. We're gonna we're gonna post these soon. We have a special music video. Well, for by you. the time somebody's listening to this, they've already been yeah, posted. you've already seen it. Thank you for ruining for, well, for me. You just don't get Why time. do I bother? You don't get time frames. I just well, need. I, yeah. You don't. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. All right. Bye. So I'm Matt Marr. Find and me I'm at Jake. Matt Marr. At Jacob or Fake. And leave a Why review. Bother? And just remember there's always a dick joke. There's always the a dick joke around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> We're done it. Because this show is really Your cauldron out, poodle. Big tall witch hat going down bound on the road. I'm not made of a sabrina on the chill and it adventures. Bobbin' and beep, 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 beep